We're on a thousand planets and spreading out. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's the Batmobile. May the force be with you. Who is that masked man? Avengers, assemble. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. As always, we'll begin the show with some genre-related news. The SpaceX Dragon Endeavor spacecraft carrying the four Crew-6 astronauts successfully docked early Friday morning with the International Space Station. The docking maneuver was briefly delayed while an issue with a faulty sensor was resolved. According to NASA, the hatch between Endeavour and the ISS was opened at 3.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time after the space station crew performed a standard leak check and following pressurization. The Crew-6 astronauts will be on board ISS for the next six months. They relieve the current ISS crew, Expedition 68, who have been serving aboard the space station since October 2022. During their mission, Crew-6 will engage in a series of sophisticated scientific experiments, including tests designed to assess the effect of long-term space missions on human health. The astronauts will also test burning fuel in microgravity, assessing the effect of altering various test parameters such as airflow, oxygen concentration, pressure, and radiation levels. Science! Earlier this week, Netflix announced that a stage play spinoff of the wildly popular series Stranger Things will make its world premiere at the Phoenix Theatre in London's West End later this year. Stranger Things, The First Shadow, which is described as being, and I quote, rooted in the mythology, unquote, of the Netflix show, was written by Stranger Things writer and co-executive producer Kate, Kate Treefree from an original story by the Duffner brothers, Jack Thorne and Treefree. The production will be led by Tony-winning director Stephen Daltrey with co-direction from Justin Martin. Tickets for the play, which is produced by Netflix and Sonia Friedman Productions, will go on sale this spring. Variety reported earlier this week that Star Trek Discovery will conclude with its upcoming fifth season on Paramount+. Plus. The premiere of season five was also pushed back to 2024. Since its 2017 debut, Discovery has been the flagship modern Star Trek series. The show launched the rebooted Star Trek TV universe and led to spin-off Star Trek Strange New Worlds. The series also presented a number of firsts for the Star Trek franchise, including having a black female lead and prominently featured LGBTQIA characters in a way not previously seen in a Star Trek show. 20th Century Studios announced this week that the ninth film in the Alien franchise will begin production on March 9th in Budapest. The title for the film has yet to be revealed. However, the studio has made cast announcements including star Kaylee Spanny, David Johnson, 
uh, Archie Renault, Isabella Merced, Spike Fern, and Eileen Wu. The movie is described as following, and I quote, a group of young people on a distant world who find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe, unquote. No release date has been set for the project. An anniversary this week as Adventure Comics number 247, featuring the first appearance of the Legion of Superheroes, went on sale 65 years ago on February 27, 1958. And we're saddened to learn of the passing of Tom Sizemore. The American actor was best known to genre audiences for his work on such films as Strange Days, The Relic, Passenger 57, Red Planet, as well as having voiced Rex Mason, Metamorpho the Element Man, on the Justice League animated series. He was 61. Today, we're talking about some of these news items and more. But before we start the conversation, here is our spoiler-free review of Cocaine Bear, which opened in theaters last week. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Cocaine Bear, the horror farce from director Elizabeth Banks, is a schlock comedy that some will find appealing. Loosely based on a true story, it exploits its own absurdity in a cringe-filled spectacle of gore and guts. The film opens with a drug smuggler dumping his cargo of cocaine from an airplane before attempting to escape with about 80 pounds strapped to his body. The smuggler is killed when his parachute fails to open. Bob, a detective from the local police, believes the smuggler is from the crew of drug dealer Sid. Sid sends his son Eddie and trusted henchman David to recover the lost coke. Meanwhile, youngster Dee Dee is upset that her mom, Sari, has canceled their excursion to a favorite outdoor spot. Dee Dee cuts school with her pal Henry to visit the attraction on their own. Unbeknownst to all, a large black bear has unintentionally ingested some coke and gone on a murderous rampage, beginning with two hikers. The cops, crooks, and teens converge on the forest and find themselves at the mercy of the rampaging animal. Cocaine Bear stars Carrie Russell, Alden Ehrenrich, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ray Liotta, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Brooklyn Prince, and Christian Convery. Supporting players are Margot Martindale, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Christopher Hebju, Hannah Hoekstra, Aluya Smart, Aaron Holliday, J.B. Moore, Leo Hanna, Kayun Kim, Scott Sice, Matthew Reese, Shane Connellan, and Connor Lambert. The ensemble is a group of fine performers who go the distance in selling this bunk. 
Regrettably, Cocaine Bear has the distinction of being Ray Liotta's final completed film before his death in May 2022. It seems tragic that after such a distinguished career, this was the actor's last role. The production budget was $35 million, the majority of which was spent on CGI for the bear. One thing I can say for the material is that it is turning heads. Elizabeth Banks looks promising as a director following her successful acting career. Cocaine Bear is as much comedy as it is a monster movie. And even though the CGI bear is the real star, Banks' experience as an actress allows her to connect with the performers, and that helps her to present these underdeveloped characters in such a way that the audience can feel for and root for them. Cocaine Bear has a runtime of 1 hour and 35 minutes, but I still couldn't help glancing at my watch periodically. It's rated R as a comedy thriller. No nudity or sex, but there's a whole lot of questionable language, and it is gory to the extreme. Plus, there's a scene in which the young teens ingest drugs. This movie isn't really for kids, despite having a couple in co-starring roles. Still, if you enjoy horror and comedy, this film might be for you. I can't pretend it's a good movie, but I was entertained. One star out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. And there you have it, the official Fantastic Forum review of Cocaine Bear, which opened in theaters last week. Time to introduce today's panel. Joining me are Shireen Nicole, Roberto Ortiz, and Julian Lytle. Everybody, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Hello. Well, we're very happy to have you. In fact... Uh, I know you had been looking forward to celebrating your birthday last week. Yes, but, I uh, was. But, you know, for an unforeseen emergency that caused you to be absent. So It's called happy, middle age. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> middle age hit me really hard that morning. It's like, oh, camel. And <laughs> okay, you say middle-aged, but, uh, you know, people, you can't see the uh, chopper. Uh, droid that he's got <laughs> sitting on the counter here. Which I love. I would yeah. kill for it. <laughs> so, you know, well, it's yours, so yeah. that's convenient. <laughs> no, and, and the funny thing behind that is, of course, that uh, you say you're middle-aged, and yet you play with toys. And your point being? <laughs> <laughs> There's some sort of point being made here. I adore toys, and I think it's amazing the fact that we live in a society that what the hell? There are certain people who basically enjoy playing with their toys. Uh, people like Some people like sports cars. Some people like planes. I like basically a big droid that I can play with. <laughs> I am wholeheartedly in favor. In fact, you're going to have to show me how that thing works when it's we're done. Awesome. Dude, yeah. it's awesome. I have raccoon slippers. Ooh. <laughs> uh, there you go. And unicorns. <laughs> unicorns are cool. I love unicorns. <laughs> Well, Shireen, you actually are a unicorn. I am indeed a unicorn. Half elf from ElfQuest, half unicorn. That is a whole nother thing. Hey, look, so um, I thought that uh, we might... Huh? They should reprint ElfQuest. Think about that. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, they should. ElfQuest was a really great comic. And in fact, you know, that that reminds me of something that I... And I was going to actually get to that a little later, but you reminded me... Um, I saw where, you know, because after all, we are sometimes show about comics. Uh, I saw where there's some sort of new crisis that's getting ready to happen in the DC universe. Yeah, sure you know. no, huh? it's, a, it's a horror-themed terrorist. It's a, it's, last year was a crisis. Oh, okay. Dark crisis on Infinite Earth. It was wonderful. It ended wonderfully. Oh, I need to read that. Shout out to Joshua Williamson for knocking it out of the park. After that, that death metal... <laughs> Oh, sorry. 
No, no, can't burn no bridges. But yeah, death metal wasn't my thing. Okay, so I, I, I must not have, I must not have realized that that because that dark crisis thing. I think what I was seeing. So there, but there's something else, some sort of horror thing. That's yeah, happening. that's gonna be the summer event. Right now, oh. we're in a new age of DC. Yeah, um, you know that basically the, the, the main heroes. yeah the Titans are the big heroes now, Nightwing which makes is, sense well, considering how popular they well, are. are. Is the Justice League still dead? No, 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 they did, but they're disbanded. The Titans are the heroes. Right okay, now. but okay, so the Justice League came back, but now they're disbanded. They were never dead, but that gets into spoiler territory. <laughs> yeah, right now, Nightwing saved the multiverse. Of course, he's in he charge. Did. Of course, which, with wow. his luscious backside. <laughs> <laughs> I feel offended it's, as a man that you're it's, objectifying it's, Nightwing that it's, way. It's, you're just he's upset a, she's not he's saying your backside is cool. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a thought sometimes. He's a thought. He has two regular girlfriends that not even mad at him. Right, well, because he's just so charming. But yeah, Starfire and Batgirl. Wait, wait, basically, Nightwing be considered a himbo or not? No, yeah. no, no. I don't. Uh, yeah, the no. current use of himbo. Him, uh, you know, he, well. The current use of, like, oh, he's good, he's nice, he's great. He's lovable. But he gets He in. does the right thing. Yeah. My nephew was reading me Teen Titans last night and, you know, talking to me about Slade slash Discord. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably thinking, I know things about Slade that Poor your Slade. child don't know. <laughs> I, I tried not Dark to tell things. him his name was Deathstroke. <laughs> but his real name is Slade. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. all true. And the cartoon made the correct decision. And my nephew was real, you know, he was real into me telling him about the Wonder Woman family, and he was wow. excited. He's, How old is he? He's a little me. He's like seven. I, awesome. That, Good. That, that character will always be the Terminator to me. <laughs> yes, but the problem they, is that James Cameron basically said, uh, this is mine now. They're not, not this they're is they're mine. Well, fight. even though... Yeah, he, he predates the exactly. I know. They don't want to fight that fight. I do no, like Deathstroke no. better as a name. It's a cooler name. Yeah, I, I like I, it too. Yeah, I liked it when they. I, I when liked it was Deathstroke, Deathstroke the Terminator. Well, no. I, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. I, what I actually liked was I liked Deathstroke when they called him the Terminator. I didn't like the fact they called him Terminator. I'm like he's got a name. He's Deathstroke. Why do you keep calling him Terminator? And then they started calling him Deathstroke. Deathstroke and I, but, but he's the Terminator. Why do you call him? You know? <laughs> and then, uh, to so, me, I like. You're an angry fan. I understand. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when the cartoon I was like Slade, yeah. I was like Slade. Yeah. That's Slade, a good so that yeah. Actually yeah, worked. I was surprised. Yeah. He has the little S symbol too. I'm yeah. like, smart. I was surprised. I, one thing it, I like about Slade, especially, is that DC basically, no matter what interaction with the character, he's always being a jerk. You know, it's like you see him because types. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. He's, you see a scene with his daughter, Ravager, and they're talking together, and you think, oh, they're going to have a bonding moment, fight, <laughs> and stuff. And no, he's an incredible jerk. It's like, wow. Wait, and, you, you mean his daughter, Rose? Um, yeah. Rose, yeah. Ravager, too. Yeah. We but, were talking about Jericho, too. and Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. My nephew and I was trying to keep it PG. Uh, wow, that went south really contact. My, yeah. my apologies. Have they undone what they did with Jericho or is he still completely messed up as a character? What do you mean messed up? Uh, he went crazy and started well, yeah, everybody. I, 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 I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that. No, um I, oh just a moment. You're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming online at WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. 
I'm joined today by Shireen Nicole, Julian Lytle, and Roberto Ortiz. And uh, we were seriously going down the rabbit hole here. I'm trying to grab the wheel and steer us back to some semblance of an organized conversation. And so I'm going to ask Shireen, because there was something that you started talking about when we were on our way to the studio today. Oh, it's And DC I thought it was related. very interesting. Yes, Perhaps. exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, so kind of keeping up with the theme of DC, yes. since that's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. I got a text message <laughs> about Mark Guggenheim of Belantiverse fame. I, I refuse to call it the Arrowverse because uh -oh. that is just green Batman. But um, of Belantiverse fame, and he had a bit of a meltdown. I bet he did. <laughs> because he wasn't invited to the table I that bet is headed he by James Gunn and Peter Safran. I didn't even know who the guy was. I'm well, like, no, you mean yeah, 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 no, yeah I, I knew, I knew about him doing comics. Flash. No, 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 but but that was Berlanti was the guy that I knew of in uh, terms of the Arrow. Oh, yeah, he was writing. He was, yeah, he was in the yeah. yeah. Berlanti was executive producer. Yeah, he was right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Making sure things run on time and getting paid and have his name on everything. <laughs> Mark Guggenheim was in the room. Yeah, he, he, he was typing on the, the keyboard, and he is unhappy that he is not on the brain trust that is architecting. The, well, and that was my point. You're the old team. Yeah. Well, it's not just that you're the old team, but my my whole thing with him is, I get that you're upset. Talk to your friends. Like yeah. this is not public stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know where he was because I got it in this text. But it's like when you're upset about stuff that you don't really get to be upset about, <laughs> like <laughs> not getting a, you know, like talk to your friends. Don't but burn that bridge down now. It's, he got paid. Yeah. He got credited. He had a long run with, with the CW. Everything worked. He did not get invited to audition for this job. That hurts. All of us go through that every day. Ask high schoolers. They're dealing with that all the time. Having a meltdown on social media. It's a bad idea. Not for this, yeah. like, if he was wronged, like, pay Brubaker, if he was wronged, cool. I get it. But this is just, you want it in the room. We all want it in the room. Oh, my God. Somebody in the but, comic book industry who got screwed. Yeah, How well, is that, that possible? He didn't, he didn't get, screwed. get screwed. I know. He just wasn't invited to this particular room because, as Julian said, and I concur, they're building something new. They have the people that they want. And I made a joke with Ulysses, you know, we as primarily people of color in this room, and one of us as a woman, yo, there's already a bald white man in yeah. the room. Because yeah. we hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> We've already got a black. We don't yeah. Yeah. We've got that we have, whole perspective we, we have covered things explained with this one to us that we are here. subject matter experts. Yeah. It's like, I, like, yeah. I yeah. guess it's yeah. like, see this, is, see, this is why more comic people just need to go ahead and watch some sports. Because <laughs> if you watch sports, you would know that there's a time when the front office got to get wiped away. And you got to put new people in charge. There's a new GM. There's new coaches staff. We got new scouts. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. These comic people got to watch the sports. They got to go outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? And that's what <laughs> oh. I'm smiling. And that's what was concerning to me. They didn't invite you to the room. Talk to your friends. Talk to your partner. Don't put that out in the public. It's not a it's, good look. It's burning bridges like yeah. crazy. It's like, it's like it makes the argument for them. It's like, right. we were concerned you would be a little bit crazy. Or <laughs> so we... <laughs> <laughs> we make good choices. He's already going. He's all right. He's already an accredited pro television producer. That's what I said. I know. He'll be all right. He's he good. got paid. He got more checks he than got I ever credited. got. Credited exactly. Mm -hmm. Paid credit. 
He's got his CV on fire. And whenever they use a character he created, on, they have to credit him specifically, the, according to the Guardians Guild uh, of America. Well, not just that. He's, and who knows? That's a DC thing. They, they, yeah. They actually credit everybody. And so, who knows so, what else they might yeah. give that he might have a shot at? Well, not anymore. <laughs> if, if another comic book company wants to work on something, Netflix can say, come work on our comic yeah. book properties. Like, it's like, that's the nature of the thing. I don't well, know. I, I just think that there are certain people who are not used. I agree that there's certain people who are not used to get in their way, and once you basically hit that wall, you're like it, it's like a ego check for them. Mm -hmm. But the problem, as you guys correctly pointed out, as a brown person too, is like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, part of my observation is that comic book people don't ordinarily make that leap and in a Shireen, yeah. where, where I had been what, what I didn't get to when we were in the car it is it's real unusual for somebody who is historically known as a as, as a comic book talent to make that jump I, I mean th there have been precious few and a lot of the time when it happens it's almost kind of by accident yeah. you know like with um What's his face? Uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns, Daredevil. Frank uh, Miller. Frank Miller, thank you. And that he guy, was you know? not a good director. That guy. No, yeah, well, I know. It's I just couldn't think of his name. I'm sorry. You know, Have you seen the, the movie The Spirit? Oh yeah, my that, God. that was him, too. Yeah, exactly. But my point is that it, it doesn't happen frequently. And when you're known as a comic book, now you countered that Tom King is in the room. It's the but, other folks. Yeah, but Tom King didn't have his name on any movies right now. I mean, am I, am I, as far as I know. You know? Because wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying why. I mean, I'm just saying that, <laughs> you know, this is that he's a comic book guy, and they're like, you're a comic book guy. Stay in your lane. Stick to the comic books. Because there's a Let us make the movies. But the problem mm -hmm. is basically, this is a problem in Hollywood, that there's a pecking order specifically on how you're seen. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. The Witcher is a perfect example. The creator of The Witcher, for the love of God, was not invited into the Greyers room at all. And that happens a lot in Hollywood with yeah. different when he they do a check already. He could. Yeah, but he, the, I mean, he may not feel good, but he is getting a check. He getting a check, bro. But the thing is that it happens with comic books. It happens with other media. Yo, Hollywood has people do more work than y'all know about. That's all I'm going to say. They do get in a lot. Oh, of, yeah. And there's yeah. more than yeah. one and, comic and, book and Who else dismissing is in that room, that. Julian? You know, all I'm right. saying is they're the not letting trust. them. I don't know, the Do lady the who wrote Birds movies. of Prey, wrote The Flash, the lady who wrote Oh, that's Washington Christina Hodson. Yeah. Working on the Watchmen show. You know, they they, they, they doing all right. But the greatest guild of America getting into the... You know how guilds are. You're an act, professional actor. It's really hard to get in the WGA. It's really hard to once basically get, get into once those guys. When you write one thing, you win, bro. <laughs> once you write one thing, you win. If you sell enough units or something, it's real easy to get that shot in the other thing to get your card. Yeah, but but see, that's why they don't want to just, they, <laughs> they don't, you know, because they're like, oh, wait, if we let him in, then he's in. Yeah. What you know? I'm saying is, more exactly. people was in than what y'all may know. Okay. No, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, not, a, it's mm. not an unusual thing at all. But, but it's unusual to see a person burning down their career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it. Look, look, look. <laughs> he, he, he's had his shot. What, it's nine wow. years yeah. he's been doing More this? More than nine years. Nine years at the top of the Berlantiverse, but before that he was doing still Green doing Batman. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just know. not this. He must have been having oh, a rough day. Oh, I'm pretty sure Berlanti's going, He must have been having a rough day. Delete that. Look, the, the other <laughs> thing. Listen, when you have a rough day, turn that phone off. <laughs> turn it off. 
Don't like seriously. You're having a rough day. You mad? You, you had a bad day. Turn off your phone. Uh, I think that don't people. I think people didn't get the point <laughs> of the movie getting my wire. To be honest, right. it's like it's like Just don't like take a minute. It's like Denis Villeneuve. Oh yeah. During the pandemic, Warner Brothers should have told him. They should have told him that they wanted to do the movie on the platform. They didn't. But the fact that he's like, people need to go to the cinema. So you just want to just create super spreader events all across the country, huh, Denis? You are a brilliant filmmaker, but stop. Just turn the phone off. They could have they pushed it. I guess it was his, his main thing. They they, and they did end up pushing it. Not as, not as far as what he wanted. Not as far as he wanted, but they did. And then somebody tried to have that conversation with Tom Cruise, and he said, But no. now, to this day, every <laughs> time I think it. about yeah. the brilliant filmmaker, Denis Villeneuve, I think, he just should have turned the phone off. Yo, <laughs> when you start looking at the money, though, you'd be like, yo, they cut like a... It cut fifty million in my pocket, man. No, I Screw don't think people. he should have been upset. I don't think he should have been out in the public talking about sending people to the well, theaters I, during I, the global pandemic. I, I, I agree, but you know, pivoting back to this business of uh, Mark Guggenheim. <laughs> Sorry, I, no, 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 Wait, no, 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 I, I, no. I, I think the <laughs> other factor is that. This is nothing. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he forgot where it is that he was working. But this, <laughs> this, is, this is nothing unusual. For, no, yeah, it's nothing unusual. Wow, somebody and, and in Hollywood being disowned and screwing somebody else. Wow. Of working on somebody else's stuff. I mean, the example that I, I used when we were having this conversation earlier was okay. You want to write comics, you end up uh, in a sweet job working for Marvel, mm -hmm. and then they say, hey, we'd like to have you write Spider-Man. You know, it's great. You're like, oh boy, Spider-Man. I've loved Spider-Man my whole life. I mean, so, now, but Spider-Man ain't yours. You're going to write a little bit of Spider-Man, and you're going to maybe even make some tremendous contributions. You might create a new character or something, but ultimately, it's going to be time for you to leave that title. And somebody else is going to take over, and they're going to do something completely different, and they might wash away everything you do. Now, every now and again, you know, something happens where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Gwen Stacy to clone, Spider-Gwen, you know, whatever, you know. But more often than not, you do your time on the book, and then you go, and you're pretty quickly forgotten, except by diehard fans or people who just love that run for whatever reason. And you know? when you go I mean, crazy, they call it a John Byrne. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, and on on top of everything else, and you know, as much as a proponent of creators' rights that I am, I am compelled to remind everybody that work for hire has historically been the standard in the comics industry, and it there's it, it, it's perfectly legal. It's perfectly legal. People well, rail against Kane, this stuff. You know? The Bob Kane thing uh, in, uh, with Batman, and specifically the Bill Finger. Oh, Bob Kane did great for himself. Exactly. Himself. It was Jerry exactly. Robinson and uh, uh, Bill Finger. Bill Finger, Finger yeah. how mm -hmm. basically he gave him the finger, literally. Uh, ha, and ha, ha, ha. That how in a work for hire situation, the person who contributed mostly to the IP has been completely for, com forgotten until recently. And that's not fair. Somebody talk. I mean, somebody fair. remember Kirby. Fair. I know. Who Kirby. told you life was fair? What's this expectation people have about fair? Your mom, your mom lied to you. I'm sorry to tell you. Hate to be the one to tell you that. Yeah, your mama lied to you. Oh Ain't nothing God. fair in life. Yeah, you get you to get over it. Realize okay. that right now. Okay, gonna take my role away from you. I tell my kids that. You know, they're like, fair. I told you I didn't tell you life was fair. Your mama tell you life was fair. My back was turned. 
Ah, you know, <laughs> shoot, people railing about the, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, but I, I agree with what Julian was saying. It's called show business for a reason. If you're getting a check, that's great because there are a lot of people who aren't even getting checks. A lot of people mm-hmm. that can't even claim their own work. He's doing all right. He's he worked on other shows that had nothing to do with comics. And he'll write other shows that have nothing to do with comics. Let me see you in the roof. That part. He'll be fine. He is fine. Well, that's exactly. so weird. He's exactly. That's, that's a, a conversation bit. he's probably having right now with Berlanti. It's like, and dude, I get it. Berlanti ain't going to make no more DC shows neither. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And he's he the one who's like, nothing. yeah, you know, it, we, exactly. <laughs> because he knows. Well, and he's been he very well He turned his phone but, off. But, yeah, yeah, th- <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, look. That musical cue means it's time for us to take a short break because Fantastic Forum comes to you via WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. We're a community radio station, among other things. That means that we are non-commercial. We rely on the ongoing generosity of our underwriters, sponsors, and yes, listeners like you to sustain the ongoing operations of the radio station. Make it your business to visit the website at WERA.FM or that of our parent organization, Arlington Independent Media, at ArlingtonMedia.org. Find out how you can make your tax-deductible gift in support of community radio, community media, today. You'll feel much better if you do. Anyway, look. We have a lot more stuff that we're going to talk about. I honestly got sidetracked at the very very beginning of the show. And um, I had wanted to just observe uh, the fact that Tom Sizemore passed away. Just talk briefly about his career. Also want to go and mention a little bit about Scott Adams. You know, as long as we're talking about people having meltdowns. Uh, So a lot more stuff, though, coming up in the second half of the show. Stick around because Julian, Shireen, Roberto, and I will be right back right after this. Don't go away. And welcome back to the Fantastic Forum here on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming online at WERA.FM. We are Arlington. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Roberto Ortiz, Julian Lytle, and Shireen Nicole. And when we took the break, we had just really been talking about the reconstituted DC universe on film and how some people of privilege are upset they haven't been invited to the table. But that is one of the realities of the business. And in this particular case, this individual continues to see checks. So forgive me if I don't shed a tear about that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so um, I had just, um, I just wanted to observe for a moment the fact that Tom Sizemore, he, the man was only 61 years old. Yes, he was yeah. in his early 30s when he did Heat, for the love of God. Well, he looked older. Oh, well, that's what hard living was. Well, he did. Sharif's <laughs> looking at me like, he's like, I'm glad you're wearing a mask so I can't see the expression on your face. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. Well, and, you know, there were so many genres. I mean, when yeah. I saw his um, IMDb, because yeah. I, I knew 
he had done some genre stuff. Oh yeah, and and you know, I mean, that fact, they, well, yeah, exactly. That was the first thing that came to mind. But um, I, what I didn't realize was that he had been the voice of Metamorpho, the yep. Element Man, on Justice League. You know, which was in two two episodes where he did that. But yeah, but a tremendous talent. I mean, to say nothing of his, you know, non-genre geek stuff. I mean, Saving Private Ryan and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, Heat. Oh my God. Well, Heat kind of that that falls the you know action type of thing. You know. I would so, not dismiss Heat. That I will die on that hill where I have Heat. I think he was calling movie. Heat genre. Well, yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, a, 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 as much yeah. as Passenger Fifty Seven is certainly, yeah, 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 I yeah. mean, you know, but yeah, then I guess West yeah. Side. But always been on deck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible tragedy is my point, uh, but his work will live on, and people will continue to uh, see and enjoy Tom Sizemore. Hey, the other thing that yeah. uh, I had just wanted to mention. Uh, this um, mission to the International Space Station. Th this is noteworthy to me because, um, you know, and and you people who are younger, probably. What do you mean, you people? Well, no, I, I'm <laughs> I'm talking to our listeners now, Roberto, because everybody. I didn't uh, get invited. Uh, you know, well, we're, we're all, all I wanted was a meeting. We're all we're all mature people. I mean, not everybody is as mature as you I. You realize I, I mean, just came here with a robot, right? So. Hey, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with it when this is over. July of 1969, <laughs> I was riveted along with the rest of the world watching television as Apollo 11 landed on the moon. And let me tell you something. That was, that was a big deal. That's a big deal. I, you know? I think I was an egg in some. Well, life. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so exactly. That's what. That's saying, what, that's what saying I'm saying. Nice that you wasn't outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. And but my point is is that space exploration. Well, and you can't really call it space exploration. I mean, you know. Why not? They, well, because space space is out there. I mean, we're talking about. Oh, you leave your planet and you go into orbit, or you go to the moon. I mean, talk to me when we go to Mars. Talk to me when we, you know, leave we the got, solar system. We got system. a little robot there right now, chilling. <laughs> well, yes. We get pictures every day. Like, yo, Rover, what you doing, Bree? Taking I, pictures I, of water crystals. I, I I'm you. wondering <laughs> that I there hate you, you because you sent me so damn far away. So. <laughs> and you're never coming back, robot. But no, but, the, but yeah. But but my point He's is... He's going to be Wally. Yes, he no, will. Not. No, it's not how that, the programming is enough. <laughs> I we're not fat enough yet. You didn't think I was serious. Yeah. Uh, we got Wally in the... In the <laughs> but actually, it's an exploration. It's basically, you could see from the point of view we that you're going to a new frontier. My point is... It's risky <laughs> as hell. And there's no assurances that you're going to come back in one this piece. This is something that used to attract the attention of everybody and, uh, and now well not really we i mean we're going the launches in school you would yeah, be in school and yeah. they would play the launch program. yeah now people go yeah, to, they come I, back I, and forth the international space station rockets launching satellites and all that and it's it's like nothing it's I like it's tuesday say, it, you know? i wouldn't say that because the problem is that just because something looks easy doesn't mean it is easy. oh i didn't suggest it was easy exactly you know? so like if you got spacex to the people up <laughs> and you don't know i didn't know people i didn't know there was a space launch so i checked twitter i was like oh that was shoot people up in space today right? <laughs> you know exactly. what i'm saying because exactly. we got rid of the shuttle program after the last one yeah. you had the tragedy we ain't doing it no more he's talking about the sense of wonder well, no one cares you know why because we cared about other 
goofy things and other things that might not matter as much. Like why Stephanie Mills think like Stephanie Mills' opinion between Beyonce and Diana Ross. Oh, I think that's a black Twitter problem. That's a thing. That's a black Twitter problem. That's a thing. Uh, why? But <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to go to space, Ulysses. Thank they put you. the they put the call out like Julie. You trying to be out of here for a while? They what still don't have the bathroom situation but right. I'm gonna wait. Whatever. Yeah, don't they have I'm to fix the computers like a hose up to your ass or something? And then it, and then uh, you gotta yeah. you gotta time the suck. So it uh, and, and, then, it, and then make it, sure yeah. you don't suck nothing else out of there. Right, because <laughs> you now suck your intestines there's out just the streams <laughs> of frozen pee. Yeah. Or just out in space, I, somebody gonna come down here for us just cause some pee hit the windshield. That's yeah, what's gonna yeah. happen. Well, assuming that somebody doesn't run into this stuff and it messes them up, they gonna run uh, into it yeah. and they gonna come mm-hmm. and get us. That's where the alien invasion is gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna mm-hmm. be their frozen pee. Mm-hmm. What, I can't, what was that movie with um, Sandra Bullock? Gravity. Um, yes. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. The, the part that scared the crap out of me about that movie. They they flew through debris. Yeah. In orbit. And I was, was like, this is a real life. thing. It killed that man. Yes. Didn't it go right through his skull? Yes. yes. I was like, I'm not good with this. <laughs> <laughs> this you know. Well, uh, Roberto, like you were saying. There are some serious hazards involved uh, in yeah. traveling to space. I mean, to say nothing of the fact that everything you need to survive, you have to take with you. Okay, you're none of that stuff is you're out there. Mr. Star Trek memory. What does McCoy say about space, especially during the movie? Space is disease, death, mm-hmm. concentrating. Oh, in oh, yeah, the movie. I thought you yeah. were talking about the show. I was yeah. gonna be like, yeah, could bring it, but I'm like, oh, the movies. Yeah. Uh, Not to mention the loss of bone density. Yes, uh, exactly. That's a risk. Well, only if you're in zero gravity. I mean, if we uh, get uh, artificial gravity, we'll be in good shape with that. Uh, and what will come with artificial cancer? gravity? Proper bathrooms. And that's when I'll go. <laughs> and you know also what they don't tell you about? Uh, they don't take baths up there. No, they can't. What do you yeah. Do? How do you, oh. How you Did yeah. you think they, they were going Yeah. Yes. That's what they well, do. You know, they they can't the run like for a, the plants, yeah. my lad. Yeah. 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 If you get artificial gravity, we'd be Gucci, though. I mean, and that's what I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. That's why I find well, it hilarious. All these billionaires basically running for the hills to go to space, and they don't realize. They no, they do realize it. That's the why they're spending the, the money. Inconvenience. They want to build it into like, yeah, a, 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 an oasis in the tax dollars. Don't want to pay for it no more. Supposedly, right, so above the yeah. well, well, they, they find that there's money to be made off of it too. Why there's I'm always no money more. to be made mm. where humans crave. Things. But having said that, I'm mm-hmm. excited specifically, and I kind of believe I'm going to speak you. well about the Moss guy. <sighs> but here I am. SpaceX, what they're doing specifically with the Dragon is very exciting. Uh, what they're doing with Starship is very exciting. Did you say with the Dragon? Uh, it's called the Dragon Capsule. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. SpaceX Dragon Capsule. Um, Carry on. Yes. Well, uh, SpaceX Dragon. If he can make Starship work, if, big if, if he can make that work, it's a huge deal because it will he will have created something that is similar to the capacity of the special that has uh, more or less the same uh, amount of weight that it can carry into space as the uh, Saturn V more or less in the same zip code and it's reusable and if that mm-hmm. works that's huge and I hate the fact that such a lousy human being is behind this well, it's not like he invented it. 
It doesn't no, matter. He just he didn't invent anything. No, it, no, but his face is on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Well, marketing, you know, he's not as bad as Batman or Odin. Is? You know what? No, I said he's not as bad as Bat. You know everything. Batman, the Batmobile, the Bat Cave, the Bat Boat, the Bat. You know whatever. These are all things Batman uses personally. He's not selling them. But <laughs> 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 well, he could. Wait, why you think he does it? Not merch. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> That's the wing. That's the wing enterprise. The wing enterprise and stuff don't have the best. Wait, they, they don't yeah. know this stuff is called that, Ulysses. Like, what are you talking about? It's I like someone is going to be checking. Wait, wait. Who owns all the trademarks in the DC universe for the bad stuff? Wayne Enterprises. No, 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 no. You know he is a dummy corporation. Ah, okay. Just, just, just like the homie Green Arrow. I was going to say the dummy Ollie, co- Just like Ollie Core Enterprises got the. Come on, man. Are you Everybody forgets Ali is also a billionaire. <laughs> well, did he lose his money, though, or he get his money, he get his money he back? He always gets his money back. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? He was broke for Oliver Queen. He wasn't real broke. It, right. He was He was like, mmm, I'm going to drive a Tesla rather than a Lamborghini. That's what he, that's what he was dealing with. <laughs> You know Dis- all the people. He was dealing with minor discomfort. <laughs> all, of, all the people that pays the bills of the Justice League most likely has a role, and they funnel it through all these dummy corporations. Yeah. And then the Legion of Doom, it's the same thing, except it's Luther and a couple other people. Dummy corporations, like. That's why it's so. The only person who knows this is Amanda Waller. You should write a comic book about that, specifically the finances. No one of this cares <laughs> about these things. I do. I like this stuff. I like, you know. I mean, look at Damage Control. Yeah. Let's do it. I would read a comic that came book out about in the eighties. It's like it, and it, people it, it still make wanted to adapt. Yeah. Back then, still today, you okay. comic book accountant. It writes no itself. No one is reading. Do you guys read comic books right now? I read Okay then Ain't nobody <laughs> reading it I read webtoons And I enjoy them I ha- Cause I can take them with me And the DC books are about Batman and his family being, Or Oh those are or, great Or other yeah. cute things Again Nobody will care about My little ideas Of weird stuff like Who balancing the books Where they eat steak and lobster But the Figure point, out who gonna pay for that Actually if you can make that work People might like it But the yes. thing about it Is this all of these people hating, hating on Batman and talking about how he's a criminal and all of this stuff. Let me tell you something. Batman never would have let Sam lose his boat. <laughs> Tony Stark left them broke. Batman would never. That's true. <laughs> That's Batman, true. Batman That's would be true. like, wait, you wouldn't even have to ask Batman. Stuff That's would true. just show up. You'd be like, yeah. Bruce. That's true. Yeah. You, you my true. boy, because Bruce will take care that of you. That don't happen in yes, the DC will. universe, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cla- Lo- Lois and Clark be looking at the finances, things ain't working right. Next thing they know, it just they get a notification. Alfred saw that things wasn't working real right, so uh, <laughs> Your college, I sent you a couple hundred college, thousand. Yeah. Your college tuition for Jonathan has been paid. It's like, whoa. Thank you. This John is yeah. like, thanks, Uncle Bruce. <laughs> hold, hold, hold that thought just a moment. You're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA, 96. Point seven FM and streaming online at WERA.FM. Radio Arlington, I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle, Shireen Nicole, and Roberto Ortiz. And um, I'm not really sure what we were just talking we're just about. Having, are you talking about Batman it's, it's, merch because you think he out here capitalizing? Yeah. We're basically Not having an ADHD support group right now. <laughs> it this is, is called Stream of Consciousness. It is, it is <laughs> you know, it's, it's an unscripted show for the most part. Look, 
Um, early, well, actually, Bill was, Bird. We weren't going to talk about I was going to say it was last week. Scott Adams, the <laughs> creator of Dilbert. Well, y'all cracking up already. Yeah. Um, you know, and and this guy, he, he 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 had reached the pinnacle. I yeah. mean, this the syndicated comic. He had books, all kinds of stuff. He you had made, ice cream, Ulysses. Yes. Yeah. By Ben yeah. and Jerry's, no less. Yeah. It, it's a heck of a thing. And saying so, all of the song, he said, "You know what? I have way too much money. Let me send a tweet." That will basically make people see that I'm incredibly no, he racist. How bad could that video. be? Oh, you yes. Well, <laughs> and he, because he he's got he's got like a YouTube channel. <laughs> and, wow. Um, yeah, and um, and but he was he was actually um, he was he was oh well okay. I got a clip that I'm gonna play. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. People people have a right to know. People have a right to know. But um, so the thing is that he was actually quoting from... Mave uh, Camp? A, no, no, no. There, there was a... Um, he, did there, a poll. he did a poll. Yeah, well, no, he didn't do a poll. Let uh, me the, tell you about what blood libel is, people. No, Rasmussen <laughs> Reports did oh, the poll. Yes. And, and honestly, I thought the poll was flawed. But um, we're gonna we're gonna listen to this clip, and it's just because it, it, the guy was talking for like an hour, okay? Wow! And now, I, and I want you all to know because I'm gonna just admit, I did not listen to the entire hour. Um, I I found some place that had basically just what he had, yeah, exactly, because I, I I didn't have the patience to listen to the entire hour. But but let's let, let's take a listen. So if if you know, nearly half of all blacks. Uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the f*** away. Get, where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Right? This can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where you know I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when when he notes that the when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to back off from being helpful to Black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life, and I've been the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help Black Americans if you're white. Uh, the the it's over. Don't don't even think it's worth trying. And. There we go. You didn't expect that today, did you? <laughs> That's my favorite part. 
You didn't expect that today. He didn't expect that today. No, no. I mean, his his reading of the the data is so flawed. He's basically. First of all, he didn't even read the. (laughs) Well, the the research itself is flawed. But he didn't read that correctly because that fourth category did not mention black people at all. He added the fourth category to the third category, which did mention black people. So his reading of the data is wrong. His also his understanding of Don Lemon's (laughs) 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 the openly black Don Lemon. Uh, You know, that's a joke. Somebody called Don Lemon openly black. His so he's he's even reading that wrong because that's not what Don Lemon was trying to say. He was trying to say mm-hmm. there are problems in black neighborhoods that don't exist in white neighborhoods because of you, Scott Adams, and your racism. <laughs> that's wow. that's how that works. I'm gonna stop helping black people. Okay, show me some statistics. When did you help? Well, you you when, when did you help black people? I mean, I'm not talking about you got something down off a shelf for an old black lady in a grocery store. <laughs> When did you help black people? The fact that he calls black people blacks, anybody that calls folks blacks, that's how you know. Let me tell you something. That is a red light. Blues, blues, yeah. Blues. yeah, it's the same if, if they refer to folks as colored. Colored? Yeah. Or, you know, if they yeah. refer to Jewish people in a certain frame. Oh, yeah. You know that, that shortened version. You don't have a right to use those terms. You don't. Yeah. Listen. The man is just just making stuff up. He's like that one senator that John Stewart was talking to about gun about gun laws. That that was like the problem are the is the people, not the guns. He's like, well, what you doing about the people? <laughs> Nothing. Well, okay. See, but this this poll from Rasmussen, uh, he's referring specifically to. A question that was posed of the respondents yes. and you know it, 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 they read him a statement they said it's okay to be white and they're like do you agree or not now you know if you just ask some I mean I'd have to ask some questions it's like well what do you mean is it okay to be white and when you're it do I agree with that I mean it's okay to be white it's okay to be black it's okay to be yellow or green or purple or you know blue with pink polka dots or whatever but I, I, I don't believe that there was enough comprehension of what this thing was. And then on top of it, apparently 50%, sorry, 53% of black respondents agreed with the statement it was okay to be white. Apparently 26% didn't. And then there were a bunch of people who were undecided. But, yeah, you but know, what was so. the sampling? Like, was it 12 people? That's well, I, I don't it know that either. Ignoring the poll, even the morality of the whole thing is right. so out of freaking whack. He's out of his mind. It's yeah. like basically you're justifying being a monster saying, well, those people... I read one poll. I read one poll <laughs> and I'm basically going to justify being a horrible person because A... They, they deserve what's happening to them, and I am okay with that. It's like, where's the morality? At least he's honest. I mean, yes, it's nice to know who to avoid. Well, and wow. he, he, he keeps saying, 
you know, people aren't disagreeing with me. <laughs> you know, they're they're vilifying me. I'm being canceled, but they're not saying I'm wrong. I would pay like, money you know, to, I, to have been a fly on the wall on, in terms of the Washington Post where they were hearing to this in terms of deciding if they're going to cancel him or not. And the people in the room saying, well, let's not wow. use that term. Let's not use that term. Fly no, on the wall? Mean, no, no, cancel. No, somebody. they uh, canceled not, his card. Well, yes, he, he he basically. Yeah. But, but, you know, promoting this notion of How cancel that? culture. That's not why Career I brought this suicide. up. Career I mean, this guy, yeah, but you know, but he, we'll he, see if the, it is career suicide. It's probably not. Yeah, the, well, the, the worst part of bad. all of this, you know, because look, I can't read Dilbert anymore, and I used to really like that cartoon. Was, now I understand this guy has been off the rails for some time, yeah, yeah. and a number of cartoonists, the National Cartoonist Society, had a statement, uh, you know, in support of, you know, just. <laughs> reason speech? and yeah, well, not free speech. Okay. Reason and decency. Oh, that's okay? good. Okay. Yes, that's thank much you. better than I thought. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, because they were t- whose side of reason were they? Going? Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if I mean, in terms of the National Cartoonist Society, I mean, they were, they were very definite about well done not supporting. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, you know this, this. This idea of racism, uh, you know, and and hate, you know, promoting yeah. hate, yeah. you know, I, I, and did we fight a war about this? I mean, I'm actually we're fighting. Co- no, we're, correction. We're fighting Multiple a war about wars. it now. It's like I we're we're fighting a war about it now. I yeah. still want huh. somebody to ask God Adams what he did for black people. I need facts. That's Thank you. Uh, that's yeah. actually a good point because I when if somebody says I help you people, it's like. How? He oh. made a black character in Dilbert. Oh, oh yippee, skippy. Oh, that's good. He made huh? one black character good. that he got that he got rid of in the same strip. That he got rid of in the same script? Um, strip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They only lasted one strip. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not. F- like, I don't, I don't want to say. I, I can't get that worked up. I, I, I'm not worked up, but I won't read. No, like I like yeah. I saw it. I was like, "Ha, huh, this is funny." Yeah. Um, you should read basically what said Abramson was talking about. That that basically he got a whole essay specifically. Of, this is why what he says worse than you think it is. Mm. It's basically. But they did has, it already. It's called white flight. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> like is they that literally did that already. What p- makes me angry? I was going to use a p word. It's like it's that he's justifying and saying like it's a good thing. And it's like, but they've oh, always justified. Of course, I know that. I, I guess I like I get it. Right? It's good. It's good for conversation. But other than that, like, but I'm the thing is, that he makes the argument that when I say as a person of color that people basically make assumptions of what I can do and why I can say before I open my damn mouth, he makes my argument. It's like, yeah, duh, because you're already assuming a billion things about me, but. I'm the kind of person that basically just came into a radio show with a robot and I'm going to play <laughs> with it happily. And you would not think about that, about Hispanic man that basically would love being, having a chopper robot, which is really awesome. You can buy them galaxy. You would, you would <laughs> <laughs> so, what if somebody want BB-8? Uh, BB-8? You can get it. You can get it. It's really awesome. Or the too. black uh, evil chopper. You can actually make or a Bebo. black evil. You can make a black evil chopper over there too. If mm-hmm. you want to make him yellow, you can. I make don't. Him yellow. Really no, I mean, like don't they sell the black evil black chopper? Evil. Yes, they do. Why it gotta be a black evil? Why are we doing this? Because he's all evil. <laughs> the robot's all black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Empire uh, robot. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, really? <laughs> uh, yes. 
Here, let so, me go off with the Would you like a droid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to go to Disney World for that. You do. Yes, you do. Oh, it's well. Every penny. If we leave now. <laughs> and actually, I think the cast member were asking me to get out of there because I was kicking out too badly. I'm sure that was The last was time I did it. that was when I visited ILM. This is a true story. And you the security the got ended, freaked out. <laughs> the show is That's ended. okay. He's he's taking us out. You know, I mean, and, <laughs> and, and, and it's great stuff. You know, it, it's it's a reason for people to tune back in because, you know, the, the they whole reason... They still talk about me in the security well, no, look, the, whole, the whole reason that <laughs> I brought up the, the Scott Adams thing is because this guy is a noted cartoonist. I, I he loved Gilbert. He went crazy Gilbert. for Coco you know, Coco. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, you know, this is something that is central to our time because... Comics and science fiction and, you know, books and, you know, a lot of these things have been about these dystopian futures and what happens when, you know, people have to, you know, stand up for, for their rights or oppose uh, authoritarianism or fascism. And, you know, the, the complaint is, well, why are you being so political? When did this stuff get so political? We just want to have fun. The stuff has always been political. You know? I mean, yeah. So anyway, I but I, I I just thought that this particular thing was interesting. And, he just you know, used the poll as an excuse to say what yes. he's been saying. And Apparently, to say. well, yeah. and that's what a lot of cartoonists have said. But yeah, you know, Shireen, you are. I mean, you're right about so much. But the biggest thing that you're right about right now is that the show is coming to an end. Aww. So I'd like to thank my panelists and you too for having tuned in. Fantastic Forum is also a television show. You can visit the website at fantasticforum.tv. We've got the various segments broken out. We've got entire episodes that are available if you'd like to do that. The show is available as a podcast thanks to our friends over the Great Geek Refuge. Download it, take it with you where all you where, where you find all your favorite podcasts available. The show re-airs each and every Sunday here on WERA from 4 to 5 and of course we're in first run each and every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5. Enjoy the rest of your weekend people. Stay safe and uh, don't embrace hate.